This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Today's generation of teens and young adults has embraced modern technology. But some say that much of America's establishment, including education and government, is lagging far behind. When we have to make decisions about legislation or regulations or just understanding privacy, it's really important whether you work in the technology field or not to at least understand the fundamentals. Then, conservationists are buzzing about the nation's bee population and the insect's essential role in the global food supply. A lot of these really intensive agriculture areas, orchards, farms, have less native bees than less disturbed areas. Those two interviews and more are straight ahead. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Is America having a tech crisis? Some point to a deep divide in the adoption of modern technology between young adults and older Americans. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. For over two decades, Hillary Gamm has worked at virtually all levels of the tech industry, and she's also a mom. Now she's the author of Billions Lost, The American Tech Crisis and the Roadmap to Change. So, Hillary, let's start with the title of your book, Why Do You Believe the American Technology Industry is in Crisis? Well, I wrote the book because thousands and thousands, actually probably hundreds of thousands of IT jobs in the U.S. have left our shores, as have the data. Many people think that just help desk jobs are off-site in other countries, but in fact, across every industry in the U.S., from high-tech to healthcare to insurance to even supermarkets, all the companies in the U.S. go offshore for less expensive labor. And so that's the reason I said billions lost. We've lost billions and billions of dollars every year by sending those jobs outside the U.S. And we're going to pivot a little bit. We have the first generation to spend their entire adolescence in the age of the smartphone now, and certainly that's a far different experience than any previous generation in history. How has technology changed education, and what do you see happening to our education system? Wow, education so different now than it was uh, even a generation ago. Some of the great things about technology for this generation is that if they need help uh, learning concepts or delving into more detail from a mathematics, scientific, or even foreign language perspective, they're able to get that information online in minutes and either watch a TED Talk or get online tutoring. And so I think that's been phenomenal because they have resources available to them that are so timely that no generation in the previous has had. I also think that there is a huge benefit to the research that children can do today. You know, in seconds, they can get information and answers to questions you know, geography and history and those kinds of things. And so I think those things are all really powerful for today's generation with education. So I think those are all the positives. Well, let's talk about the negatives then. Some of the negatives are many of the kids today are a little bit delinquent when it comes to developing the softer skills that really enabled every generation of Americans to be so successful prior to this generation. So America is known for its creativity, along with intelligence and education. And I think that sometimes with today's folks, they're so dependent on technology. Communicating verbally is sometimes very challenging for them. You know, I posted a note to my uh, Twitter account 
where it was an article just about even dating, how dating is so different for this generation than it was for any other generation. There's people, you know, who are doing all their socialization by texting. So that's very different. The other things that are not so great, you know, in terms of making eye contact or being able to put the technology down and focusing on the here and now, whether it's getting homework done or talking to an adult or working or studying. And so those are all challenges, I think, that are a little bit different than previous generations because those, especially the gaming technologies can be very addictive. Some tech proponents have suggested that coding should replace foreign language requirements in public schools. What do you think about that? Yes, that's a huge thing that I think would be enormously positive. You know, had we not sent tech jobs outside the U.S. and made that such an easy out for uh, U.S. companies, we would have had 20, 30 years ago every single tech company in the U.S. crying for better tech education for our children. It's not so important that kids really know how to use technology. It's much more important that we raise a generation of Americans who really understand the nuts and bolts of technology. It's really important because when we have to make decisions about legislation or regulations, we're just understanding privacy, the data, and our own privacy as individuals, as government entities, and as public companies. It's really important, whether you work in the technology field or not, to at least understand the fundamentals. You can have articulate conversations and be well-informed about what the potential crises or risks are associated with technology and where the benefits lie. Our guest on InfoTrack is Hilary Gam. She's the author of Billions Lost, the American Tech Crisis and the Roadmap to Change. And we're talking about the whole influence of smartphones and today's technology on young people. Hillary, talking about apps that kids have on their phones, I think that most kids today view Facebook as for the elderly. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about Snapchat for a moment, because I think a lot of parents don't really understand it. What are the risks? That sort of thing. I think you're absolutely right. I don't know if I would say elderly. You know, just to clarify, I think Facebook is still used by every child that's engaged in high school sports or group things because Facebook enabled them to communicate as a team. And so Snapchat doesn't really allow them to do that. But from a personal friend kind of constant communication perspective, most definitely the younger generations on Snapchat, because it's much more instantaneous, there's some caution to remember in using Snapchat. Snapchat, just so the folks that are listening understand, that's where people can take photos. And right on the photo, you can, you know, draw a circle on it or write text on it. So it's very easy to use. And it's very quick, and the image disappears unless you save it. And if the image does get saved, then the person that sent the image gets a notification that that image was saved. So those are some of the particulars with the application. But what happens sometimes is if someone Snapchats a photo, and let's say it's a photo that they probably shouldn't be Snapchatting, maybe somebody not wearing all their clothes or somebody doing something they shouldn't, they do that under this false pretense that it's going to automatically be deleted in five seconds. But the reality is if you Snapchat that photo to somebody and they're sitting next to somebody else with a phone, which many times happens, the person that has a phone next to the one receiving the Snapchat can take a quick photo. And then that image is saved forever, and the person who sent that image doesn't know that it was saved. So there's some ways around that whole disappearing photo that children really need to be cognizant of when they're using that kind of technology. Any other advice for parents just in terms of overall online safety for their kids? Because it's certainly something that parents have a hard time saying no. 
They do. This generation of parents, as every generation before, has challenges. And, you know, human nature, I'm a mom, I have children, they're on technology. It's hard to parent, and people have to know it's difficult, it's time-consuming, and it takes a lot of energy. But you have to understand that technology is just like anything else. I mean, you have to put some work in to make sure your kids are using it in a way that's beneficial to them and not harming them. On my website, I post information all the time that's really helpful to parents. I post websites that give you all kinds of feedback about the games. I posted an article about how blue screen technology can cause macular degeneration over time and with people on their phones and looking at the screens so for such a long period of time these days, what they can do to prevent those kinds of issues. So, you know, there's all different things that we can do. You know, I'm a very strong proponent, wrote about it in the book, about kids getting jobs as teenagers. You know, that's the number one biggest thing from my perspective that enables children to kind of balance their tech time chores and jobs, you know, they take kids away from the opportunity to be on their phones all the time. And I think if we can get this generation of Americans back to work, whether they're helping their mom at home get dinner ready or do the laundry or even take out the garbage and learn responsibility or get a job working at a grocery store where they're a cashier and having to deal with people and look at them and be off their phone, any kind of work that takes them off their phone and takes them away from technology is really good for the future of America. Wise advice from Hillary Gamm, the author of Billions Lost, The American Tech Crisis, and The Roadmap to Change. Hillary, do you have a website? Yes, it's billionslostbook.com. But at least if they follow on Twitter or even on Facebook, they'll get all the good information that I post daily. Well, thank you again for joining us today. Oh, thank you. I so appreciated the interview. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, some experts are buzzing about threats to America's bee population. That story, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.